Hello, welcome to Let's Get Woo Woo Podcast, where we talk about all things life, mystical, real, and everything in between. What does that mean? <laughs> I have no idea. Let's just, <laughs> let's just get started with our conversations. Also, if anything from this show resonates with you, please consider just gifting me the act of kindness of sharing this on your socials to help spread the community and the conversation wherever it wants to go. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. Hey y'all, it is Vanessa. This is the Let's Get Woo Woo podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Um, So today's topic is, how do I put this? Um... I want to talk about breaking habitual communication dynamics or patterns, um, especially things that were handed to us through like our family of origin, growing up, or just consistent people around us, whether it be family, friends, coworkers. Um, And it doesn't necessarily have to be like negative communication, although that's something that, um, you know, anyone would be encouraged to to look at and maybe pick a different route. Um, However, just even having like a pattern, a way of interacting with people, um, even to down to like your diction, the word choice that you use, um, that you choose to use, it makes a big difference. I just, I believe words are powerful and intentions are just as if not more powerful and so for me communication I always receive the whole of the message so if you're using kind words with a messed up attitude like I'm gonna feel that I don't know if everybody's like this I feel like it's it's instinctual to varying degrees in different people um, but that's just one example so our communication is mostly nonverbal, right? Body language, tone, expression, um, just energy, basically. Um, and then the words, too, as well. Um, it's all important. And one thing that I've been noticing a lot is me just coming into my own and really standing in my truth and speaking that um, in the moment is not something that I've practiced historically, not something I was encouraged to do, definitely, um, ever. I had to figure that out for myself and be like, no, Vanessa, this is a real experience for you. This is good for you to express this experience in this situation. and I don't do it perfectly. Sometimes I overshare. Sometimes it's like that. That didn't need to be said to this person. And sometimes, you know, I'm just finding a good balance between being completely like a recluse and private and to the point where it's like past solitude into like isolation. Balance between that and like just completely word vomiting, oversharing, all this stuff. So it's like, okay, discernment is helpful in these areas. You know, who am I interacting with? What topic am I, you know, 
experiencing the sin. So all of that comes into play. So, okay. All that to say that what I've noticed, which is really cool, um, and when I say it out loud, it's like, well, duh, common sense, you know, but um, in practice, it's really empowering and just blissful to see things like this. So what I've noticed is me speaking my truth in big and small ways to everybody, whether we've just met, whether we've only met through messaging, whether it's a coworker, a sibling, a parent, a child, my children, like my kid's teacher, whoever. If I'm standing 1000% in my truth and I'm communicating that in a respectful way, but also strong in my authenticity and truth, the people who get offended by my truth fall away from my life. And that is a win-win. Because not only am I speaking up in my truth, but it's an automatic filter for my life of this is my truth. This is the way I'm willing to engage with you in this interaction. And if this doesn't work for you and you don't want to participate with what my boundaries are, that is 1000% your choice your prerogative like good for you for being like that doesn't work for me perfect then we're just not going to interact in this instance this way you know um and that's been really just great to experience of like coming from a place where I was just brought up like in my, in in my, in my whole existence as a people pleaser and really intentionally just trying to unlearn that, undo that over the last, um, 10 plus years. Um, it feels really, I feel really accomplished in a sense that I've gotten to a point where not only can I see that I'm no longer interested in their opinion of me, like if I disappoint them, all the better because if I disappointed them that means that I had to go against some hard structures that were built within me all of my life to disappoint somebody so that I didn't abandon myself like if I've disappointed somebody it's because I was unwilling to compromise the integrity of my authentic heart's desire and that is is like the best feeling ever because for the rest of my life prior to now I didn't do that I just foregoed whatever my heart was telling me my intuition my gut my my logic even and was like okay let's just do what you want to do it your way um and forget whatever I'm thinking or feeling or wanting (laughs) It just sounds so ridiculous, but that's what people pleasing is. And um, so to be like on a different side of that and just say that when I disappoint somebody, I feel so damn proud of myself 
for having the courage to just, what's the word? I forgot. Anyways, <laughs> having the courage to, um, to do what I want to do, basically. To not have to justify or explain or anything about what I want to do. I'm doing this because I'm me. This is my life and this is what I'm doing. Do I have consideration for people that I'm interacting with? Of course. Like, I'm not just going to blow through life and just be like, this is who I am. Get away. (laughs) But I'm going to like, first of all, have a strong conviction of what I want. So that includes for me moments in solitude, sitting with different things, figuring out with myself, with with spirit, with my highest self, like is this really for me? Like I need confirmation right now. I'm I'm coming to you. I'm asking like this is this thing, should I go forward with this? Is this the right time? Like once I get that and I can have just a deep conviction of what I'm doing, there's no doubt in my mind that like this is how I'm moving forward. And once that's been established, everything else that doesn't vibe with that can just fall away. And if people get disappointed in the process, then they get disappointed. That's not my responsibility. Those are their feelings that they can validate themselves and let themselves feel and experience and move through them. Like that's not any of my business. Um, and can I, can I communicate those things in a kind way? Yes. Can I communicate them in a respectful yet unapologetic way? Absolutely. Um, I think that's one of the most beautiful things about engaging with people. Um, especially those conversations where it's like, we agree to disagree and it's so beautiful still. Like, what a gift that you're not my yes man and I'm not yours. And we can actually come to the table fully as ourselves, fully confident that we can be exactly who we are and not be shunned away, judged, um, or just, I don't know, have a violent attack against us um, emotionally or whatnot because of what we want, who we are, what we believe. Um, I think there's room at the table for everybody in terms of conversation. Whether or not you want to continue interacting with somebody after that, or you choose to participate or not with somebody in a specific thing, um, that's like part B to the story. But the first thing is, did we both show up as our authentic selves? Because If you don't show up as your authentic self and you start relating with somebody, no matter what dynamic of relationship it is, business, personal, romantic, uh, familial, whatever, um, there's going to be angst there. There's going to be pain and just unease in your being because when you're around people and you know that you're not able to show up fully as yourself, Like, there's no rest in that. You're just constantly on and, and like, just vigilant that you have to be this way, which is not true to you. So you're, like, acting 
the entire time you're interacting with people that you choose to show a different version of yourself and it's not just you and you got to keep up the act that shit's exhausting like if I'm nice I'm just gonna be myself and be nice but like if I'm having an off day I can show up and be respectful and kind but I'm not gonna overextend myself to have a bubbly personality to help you feel better about my situation (laughs) like that just doesn't make sense Um, but more importantly, when I can show up authentically as myself in a relationship, and this is just who I am, uh, take it or leave it. I won't be offended either way, but I'm not going to change who I am. You are more than welcome to participate with me or not. And I hope that me showing up authentically, unapologetically, um, will invite you to do the same and show up completely yourself. Um, and then we can decide if we vibe together or not. Like not everybody is for everybody. As a matter of fact, the positions that I have available in my life to be filled, those roles, those times that I have available, those relationships or just experiences or ways of interacting with people are really limited compared to the amount of people who exist. So just by sheer math, most people, probably what, 99.99999% of people are not going to be your people. So if you don't vibe with somebody, don't get offended. They shouldn't get offended. Just go find your people. Um, And one of the beautiful things that I've found about like standing 1000% in my truth and speaking up, advocating, that's the word, (laughs) advocating for myself and saying, look, I had an experience yesterday. I'll just share this. And it was like, this person told me what their preferences were in this specific situation. And I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Thank you for sharing. Um, And at first I was like, "Mm, okay. Like it it was like a small compromise of like, that's not really my thing, but maybe I'll give it a try. We'll see. And then one more other small thing came up like that. I was like, hmm, okay. I don't know about this. And then all of a sudden like two other things. And I was like, you know what? I don't want to engage with you. Um, I'm not judging you for your preferences, I'm not saying that either you or I are right or wrong or better or worse, um, but we have different preferences and I just choose not to participate with you in this way. Um, And they were disappointed and upset and I was like, I'm sorry. Like, it was like a last minute thing and they were just like, that's so messed up. Da, 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 da. Like I was vulnerable. I told you this. I was like, you're right. You know, it is fucked up. Like, I'm sorry. Truly. I'm sorry. And I cannot go against my intuition. Like I need to stay true to myself. I'm sorry. Goodbye. Um, and it was less difficult than disappointing somebody the previous time. So I think that's something that's really beautiful too, is that, Um, 
disappointing people gets easier and easier every time you do it. It's almost like, oh, that's kind of cool. That's great. That's what that feels like. That's not, I thought that was going to feel bad, but it actually doesn't. It feels great because I know that in disappointing them, I stay true to myself. Like, I'm not just going around disappointing people just to disappoint people. <laughs> well, really, disappointment is in their own experience, in their own minds and hearts. It's like, because you had an expectation of something, and now that's not happening the way you wanted it to. So now you're disappointed. That's a whole personal experience that I have nothing to do with. First of all, is what disappointment disappointment is. Second of all, the only reason why... I disagreed with you was because I stayed true to myself and that that my friends is like the biggest win in my book right now of this just path of speaking my truth walking in my authenticity um, being just 1000% myself for so long for so long I didn't even know what I wanted I didn't know who I was I couldn't even begin to tell you what my preferences were because like I would just do things that I thought other people wanted and I had to like really sit with myself let go of those notions completely and just be like who are you what do you actually like do you actually enjoy this is this actually your style of dressing of your hair of what is your favorite color like why why do you like these things does this actually belong to you or is this something that was placed onto you by a lover a friend a family member a parent like who are you Vanessa and what do you want like what do you want (laughs) that was the question that really opened up my heart in a really big way um probably in, in 2019 or 2020, I was sitting in a church back when I used to go to church. Um, and this was, this was actually one of the coolest churches I'd ever been to. It's like Christian non-denominational. Um, but they were just really into spirit. Like they were just really into quieting down, asking spirit and listening. And they were, they would do dream work and, um, interpret dream work. And they were just really about like getting quiet sitting with God, listening, and actually receiving messages, which is something that I've done my whole life. And so that just was really cool. I'd never, ever seen that practice in a church. Um, Anyways, during one of the services, they were like, um, it was like a collective prayer. And they were just like, you know, ask what, what something like ask and listen for something. And I don't know if I was supposed to ask for a question, but what came up for me was the question, what do you want? And I was like, what? Like, why are you asking me? Why are you asking me this? Like, what do you mean what I want? Like, of course I want this, this, and this. And it was like, no, no, no. What do you want? Like, what do you actually want? And I didn't realize at the time that I had to do so much digging up, so much excavating of like, just societal expectations, expectations from my partner at the time, expectations from my parents, whether they were there or imagined in my mind, expectations from myself of this is what you're supposed to look like as a mom, as a wife, as an adult, as a human, as a woman, as a Christian at the time. Um, Like, no, 
forget all of that. Like, what do you want? What do you want? Like, you have this blank canvas of a life every day. Every day you get a new canvas. Maybe you have an old canvas that you're working on long term, like this painting's taking five years to build up. Cool. But every day I get a brand new canvas. And it's like, what do you want? Like, create your life, Vanessa. You get to decide. You decide. How powerful is that? You decide your health. You decide your lifestyle. You decide your body type. You decide your your career. You decide how you're going to move through your purpose and your passion. How you show up. You decide your effort. You decide people that you interact with or don't. The don'ts are just as important, if not more, than the do's. You decide your partner. You decide how you show up as a mother. You decide how you experience this human experience as a woman. You decide how you want to engage sexually or not. You decide how you want to engage emotionally or not. You decide your finances. You decide, like, nobody decides your life but you. First of all, thank you. That is so empowering to be like, oh shit, that's right. I do get to decide. What am I doing about this? And second of all, like, you're creating your life. Like, people talk about manifestation all the time. It's not a big word that I use because I just don't like trends. Um, But I get it. And I think that what is missed a lot is that we cannot not manifest. We're always, 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 always manifesting. Whether we're sitting still or taking action, whether we're feeling good or feeling shitty, like we are always in manifestation mode. Open your eyes and take a look around you. Everything that exists was manifested by somebody somewhere. And not only are we manifesting, but we're manifesting collectively. Energies intertwine and mix. And like my whole life is a result of previous thoughts, previous emotions, previous expectations or desires or longing, previous intentions, energy. Like if I am not content or happy with my life, guess what? I created it. And guess what that means? If I don't like it, I'm going to continue to create my life and I can create something different. Like, how cool is that? How cool is that? That I get to, one, decide what I want. What do you want? And two, I get to actually create my life. And you don't get to not create your life. Like, if you don't feel good, you don't get to bow out of the manifestation, the creation process of your life. You're just going to create a life that reflects how you're feeling, unfortunately. And that's why the cycle of like depression or anxiety can be such a vicious cycle because it's like, I feel shitty, so I'm creating this shitty feeling life. And now that life feels shitty, so again, I feel shitty. And then I keep creating this cycle of feeling terrible and depressed or, or anxious, you know, whatever the symptom is. To get out of that requires an enormous amount of grace, self-awareness, and just enough 
shittiness to say, I'm so tired of feeling this way. Something has to change. And you take a first step, whether you pick up a book to help yourself, whether you say a prayer, get on your knees and just beg because it's like, I don't know what to do anymore. I don't know what to do here. I've got, I got nothing. Like I've been at all of those places. And, um, for me, it feels like it's just been a combination of everything that has helped to elevate my awareness to the point where, um, I can realize that like one, I'm creating this life. I have the power to create whatever I want. And two, to like, just be resourceful, ask God. And for me, I ask my angels spirit, like whoever is whole and healed and of the light and wants to help me by all means, you are welcome here to help me (laughs) continuously forevermore. Um, and resourceful and like educating myself, like not just schooling and like getting a degree or a certification or whatever would help in whatever purpose or, or plan that I have, but also like emotional intelligence or um, just self-awareness or things like, how do I create my life? Like, okay, you're introducing to me this concept of um, I am constantly creating my life. I'm constantly in manifestation mode no matter what, because whatever I'm thinking today is going to be true tomorrow or in the future. Whatever I'm feeling today is going to come out. Like it's, it's like what goes up must come down. Whatever I'm feeling or experiencing right now is going to output somewhere, somewhere, somehow. Like it's just energy. It's just really fun to exist in my nature in a way that I'm free. Um, In 2014, I was super depressed without knowing I was super depressed, which was really difficult because I had no language. I had no... Um, it's not that I didn't, I had never heard the word depressed. I was just like, I'm not depressed. Like, I don't get depressed. I don't get sad. I'm not allowed to feel sad. That's crazy. I'm happy. I'm blessed. I'm grateful. Um, I was super fucking depressed. And, um, I was at the tail end of a, a long separation of a really long, uh, relationship that I, had since high school we were married um and for two or three years I allowed myself to get strung along by this man who had a um a mistress I don't know what to call her I used to call her his whore um but I've since moved past that and anyways he was on and off with her and I allowed him to be on and off with me for two to three years and that took a huge toll huge toll on me emotionally physically psychologically all the things um and so I was just so low in my life like just so my I had no 
I just completely abandoned myself. I had no self-worth um, for the attempt to try to keep this man who didn't want me, who swore he did at times, but clearly did not. <laughs> clearly. Um, and I've gone through the stages of forgiving myself for having abandoned myself so deeply in that situation. And because I have now so much reverence for that experience because I'm so grateful for that lesson that like I didn't want to disappoint him but I I just wanted to be with that person in that marriage so badly that I discarded my heart my life completely um like that that was not love but I learned that lesson and now when I'm able to interact with somebody stranger or family or whoever um, somebody that I even I love deeply and I have an opportunity when one of my truths comes up in my intuition in my heart to express I have that opportunity to stay true to myself and express it in a kind way um, but say what I want to say and speak my truth and even if relationship dynamics change in ways that I wish they wouldn't even if I disappoint somebody whether I barely know them or whether I love them deeply like even if anybody is left feeling just unpleased with me um I'm so proud of myself in those moments of like good shit Vanessa like you you're just like the past you is unrecognizable because for one that wasn't even you um but like wow this is beautiful like this is who you are this is what it feels like and looks like for you to stand in your truth and authenticity. Um, I find it really empowering. I feel more sexy. I feel more in my body. I feel more in my humanness. I feel more in my autonomy. I feel more in my woman, feminine divinity. Um, it's just a thing of beauty, especially knowing like the contrast of where I came from and how deeply deeply I abandoned myself and just that the the choice to forgive that version of myself was the best choice possible because it allowed me to say I know that you have no reason to trust me to my soul like I know you have no reason to trust me because I've abandoned us I've put everything and everyone else before us um, but I'm going to prove to you that I can be trusted again I can be trusted again. I can be trusted to not ignore red flags. I can be trusted to um, be a good judge of character. I can be trusted to demand respect as a bare minimum. Like, just respect as a bare minimum. Not like um, when you're in a good mood, you should respect me, no like 
all the time without fail. And if a human moment happens and something is blurted out, then apologize. Just as I do, just as I would, just as I will. Um, human, humans humaning together, it's going to happen. But it's not habitual. It's not consistent. It's very rare. And it's always acknowledged. Um, and grace, you know, grace all around it. But changing a dynamic with somebody with whom I've related with a lot historically hits different. It's just um, people who you grew up with know a very specific version of you. A lot of times they know um, like child versions of you inner childs, if you will. Um, and that can be a really hard structure to step out of as adults, as the evolution of life happens, especially parent-child relationships, siblings relationships. Um, I love my sisters and I think we have great relationships. Um, and I also noticed that like we are in patterns of relationship dynamics and relating with each other. Um, we don't see each other a lot. I don't... I cherish, like, the moments that we spent together. I don't think it needs to change. Um, but I am aware that, like, we do fall into specific relationship dynamics. And um, we love each other. Like, we love each other. And we enjoy our time together. And we're so busy with our own families. Um... And knowing that we grew up not communicating um, in a healthy way, not really having boundaries, not expressing emotions at all, um, I know that we need to be careful to communicate clearly with each other when something is bothering us. Because letting things like that fester was something that was a pattern in our, in our, the ways we, um, handled ourselves, um, growing up. And so because those relationships are so valuable to me, um, like I want to show up best I could in those relationships every time. And, um, sometimes it's difficult to change the patterns that have been structured for decades, for all of my life, for all of my knowing, for all of my relating with this person, this is what it's been. Um, but I mean, that's just a sign of, of evolution and just true growth and adulting is like, yeah, this is the way we've always done it, but is it really benefiting everyone? Is it mutually beneficial beneficial or, um, was this role just kind of given to us to you know, you're the, you're the one who kind of takes the edge off in those tense moments because we don't know how to talk about things or you're the, you know, you're the funny one or you're the one who helps out or you're the one who shows up this way. Um, and it's like, well, maybe that doesn't work for me anymore. Maybe, um, not that I need an excuse. Maybe my life just doesn't allow for that space to do that for people anymore. Um, maybe I don't want to, maybe I never wanted to. And I'm just, 
strong enough in myself to say it now. Um, you know, and that's okay. Like, and it, it might be hard for people to hear and it might be disappointing for people to see people change and not be able to fill those expectations that they have for all of life until now. Um, but again, like that's your personal journey. My personal journey is to say, what do I want and get curious within myself? Why do I want these things? Is this actually what I want or is this what somebody else wants and live my life? Um, as I raise my children, as, as we raise them and, but like in particular, like my experience with mothering and just my desire to see them be so authentically themselves, unapologetically, 1000% of the time. Like this is my, this is my mothering goal is like, just are you you are you comfortable in your own skin are you comfortable with your own desires do you know what you want um can you move forward with action in those desires those goals um because it's aligned with you fully because it's you it's not my desires for your life it's your desires for your life it's not my desire or need for you to fill a role in our family dynamic no you're a kid be a kid you know, um, I am responsible for my own emotions. It's not your responsibility to make me happy when I'm moody. Um, and so me wanting that for my kids is an extension of me not feeling like I had that and, and still don't, to be honest, where it's just like there's expectations or judgments of specific choices made um, placed on me um, where it's just like I cannot exist fully as myself in your presence Um, and that's been a really hard thing to come to reality like come to just understanding and accept um, because it is true it's a little, it's hard. It's painful. I'm not going to lie. It's like, it's painful. Um, but also, like I said, that's their experience. My experience gets to be like, what am I going to do with that? Like, okay, that is what it is. Um, how am I going to decide to move forward? Am I going to continue to participate and fall into the role that I am expected to fall into that somebody wants me to fall into or am I going to say you know what this is my life I get to decide and I'm creating my life and if you get disappointed that's your choice it's because you had an expectation that has nothing to do with me that I don't want and so mothering my daughters is a parallel to me reparenting myself in a way that I free myself from expectations from anybody around me. Um, I think, I don't know how other people work, but for me, um, I saw a therapist once and in the first few minutes he was like, you know, tell me about yourself, your family, da da da. So I go ahead and, 
and tell my story in like five minutes summary and he's like I get done and he's just like oh (laughs) okay he's like you have a lot of loyalty to your family and I was like yeah I do thanks (laughs) like it wasn't a compliment he was just like oh I see like okay there's a lot of loyalty there um basically like I I abandoned myself to fit and to um fulfill other people's expectations of me um and so you know when I disappoint somebody I can't I can't hold on to that that's not my expectation that's not my job that's your thing and that's your thing to deal with I can't help you with that I love you and I'm willing to participate with you relationally but I'm not willing to uh, indulge your expectation of me any longer Um, and as an adult and as a woman uh, that has not been the easiest road but like damn it feels so empowering to say that and to to want so badly to raise my daughters in that way um, really also empowers me to be like you need to you need to fix this for yourself Vanessa this is your life you're creating it take accountability where you can and just say like look your expectations are not my problem sorry your judgments are not mine they're a reflection of you and your life and your experiences and just like I get to decide and create my life if you wanted to you could decide and recreate your life if you really wanted to but you don't have to and I don't care either way like do whatever you want like seriously like no no bad karma like no resentment no hard feelings here um literally do whatever you want but if you wanted to you could all I'm saying end of sentence (laughs) oh man um and so that's just been the joys of me really leaning into speaking up for myself advocating for myself is the word um validating my own feelings and experiences my own desires um really just standing up in truth and expressing verbally what it is that I want and going out getting it done like I'm not apologizing to anybody I am a grown ass woman I'm an adult (laughs) And I swear sometimes it still doesn't feel like it. I'm like, when did this happen? Why am I the one in charge here? I'm not sure I feel qualified for this role, guys. I'm just saying. Like, I tell my daughters, not all the time, but definitely, I've made it very clear. Like, look, mommy is not perfect. There's a lot of times where I don't know what I'm doing. And I mess up and I make mistakes. And I am sorry if I ever make you feel like there's anything wrong with you because there's not. And if I do that, it's not your fault. It's mommy's fault. Um, so I'm learning. I am always, always a thing in process, always evolving, always open to evolving, always open to learning. Um, and I'm just so grateful. I feel so grateful for my life, for my level of self-awareness at this point, even 
though there's so much more there's so much more growth so much more evolution even on the horizon and even more that I have yet to even learn about that maybe hasn't even existed who knows like it's just continuous it's just ever expanding just like we are just like God is ever expanding like there's no limit and that's so fun that's such a thing of beauty to just be like like it just never ends it's just and to be in a place right now where I don't feel energetically depleted um emotionally or mentally just scarred from shit um I feel really good right now and so I'm just really really grateful like did things come up are are things so hard circumstances like well yeah it's not perfect but like my experience of my life has shifted in a way where I feel really empowered to create my own life because I do create my own life um to decide what I want and I'm just grateful. Like, I have so much to be grateful for. I have so much love in my life. I have so many wonderful experiences, people. I'm just so grateful in my heart. It's full. It's full. And that's the best because that's when it overflows and just, like, just falls everywhere. You know what I mean? That's my favorite kind of day, season of life. Um, I hope you have moments, glimpses, memories, experiences now and in the future of your heart just being so full, um, whether it's gratitude or joy or peace. Um, I just hope that as a human that you can either remember moments like that to look forward to again or that you're experiencing them right now and um if you're in a stage of remembering because you're just not there right now um i'm sending you love and light and just keep hope holding on because um it's cyclical and it will come back to you you know do your best try your best to get out of um hard shitty feeling cycles just do one fun thing today for yourself and fun could be taking a nap you know um soul care self-care joy peace go swing on a swing with your kids at the park if you have that (laughs) um whatever um for the longest time my desire like the best way I could explain this was I just want to fly Like, I just want to be free and fly. And now I realize that the reason why I longed for that feeling of weightlessness, of freedom so badly was because I was so imprisoned, self-imprisoned by other people's expectations um, because I gave that power away. And so when I took that power back, I let myself out. And now I just feel free. And I feel like I could fly if I wanted to. And that's enough. Like, I don't need to actually be flying, but to have the freedom to feel like I could fly if I wanted to is so delicious. Um, And so 
I don't know. I just want to remind you that like you create your own life and you can let yourself out of the prison of other people's expectations whenever you want to. Um, it was a long process for me. It was a lot of inner work, a lot, like I'm talking over a decade, um, but well worth it. Well worth the lessons, well worth the really hard, hard learning lessons in relationship like not in theory I didn't learn these lessons reading them in a book I learned about the lessons in the book and I got tips on how to engage maybe here and there but um I heard somebody say once there's no better way of learning what it's like to hold a cat by its tail than to hold a cat by its tail like you can't explain that you can't theorize that and teach it you just got to do it and like that's what it feels like And so having learned hard lessons in relationship with people is like that to me. Like I just, I wouldn't have learned them otherwise. And now, even though in the moment I was like, I can't do this. I cannot do this one more day. Oh my God. Um, I'm so grateful that like for those experiences, because those are lessons I will not soon forget. As a matter of fact, I will never forget them. And I'm proving to myself every single day as I disappoint more and more people um, to my own joy that I'm not abandoning myself to please others and I've let myself out of that prison and so just a friendly reminder that like you hold the key you hold your own key to your own freedom at any point you can start the process of undoing other people's expectations on you and freeing yourself Um, For me, it was a long walk, but maybe it's not the same for everybody. And you could start somewhere today. Have a great day. I love you so much. Thank you for being here. Bye. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Let's Get Woo Woo podcast. I just, I really appreciate you being here, listening and sharing in the conversation in whatever time and space you are right now. And I just honor you as a human going through all the human experiences that we go through. And just, I don't know, I just hope you take some time today to honor yourself and do something loving for you. Thank you for being here. Until the next episode, talk to you soon.